the podcast me adam hunter i'm here with the legend don fry as well as greg romero wilson um mccorkle's coming i know mccorkle has big news for us uh oh really yes very very he's pregnant uh he's pregnant i was gonna i was gonna say is he divorcing his dogs he's pregnant with your baby don um so (laughs) only if you were transferred <laughs> I don't even know what he said, but it sounds funny. Yes. Uh, but it's going to be uh, a great show, man. Uh, Greg, how you doing? Good. I'm repping my Dallas Cowboys for the last time this year. Uh, well, this season, I guess it won't see this gear again until August. I'll start dragging it. We got butt fucked uh, on national television. Not as bad as the Eagles, uh, but we, did, uh, we didn't do poorly on Sunday. So, you know, good night to the season. Way to go, Cowboys. You sucked once again. Who is the favorite? Uh, the I, I, the Cowboys by two and a half. So and they were at home, and it's a three point differential when you're at home. So that just shows you they didn't. Nobody believed in the Cowboys. Everybody was picking the Niners, and they were fucking right to do so. So there you go. Uh, so I had a show. I was in or was I was in Tulsa over the weekend, right? There was a show, and there's this like cute Asian girl in the front with a guy, and I'm, I'm like, you know, making jokes and laughing. And after the show, I'm selling T-shirts, and one of my shirts says, "Putting out the first night does not make you a slut." And then on the back, it says, it makes you a team player. Right? Exactly. Great t-shirt. Love it. So the girl goes, I'm from China. What does putting out mean? Uh, and I'm trying to, like, explain to her, well, it means, you know, like, you're on a date, you let a guy touch your boobs or put, you know, a finger in you or something or, you know, or make out. I'm trying to, like, be very delicate. <laughs> That's delicate? That's the delicate approach? <laughs> you, you should have just said, you know, it's what he bought you for. Well, she goes, oh, I fuck on first night. Like, <laughs> you'd have been like you're a team player it turns out she wasn't even oh. it, it turns out she wasn't even like on a, she was married and they had an open relationship because somebody saw her on a date the night before with some, with her husband like this chick from China is no joke uh, so uh, uh, Don do, you, do, do the girls yeah. do you usually get girls to put out the first night with you Oh, they better. They're wasting my time. Hell, you know, unfortunately, my, you know, my ex-wife, my second ex-wife did, and apparently she did that for a lot of others also, so. <laughs> yeah, man, we weren't in an open relationship. My knowledge, you know? <laughs> well, one of you was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you, I've got, you know, I got those show, shows coming up in, in Tucson at Laughs in Tucson at the end of February. And of course, Don said on the show that he was going to come. And so now I've been yeah. getting messages going, so uh, Don's going to be in your shows for sure? Like, <laughs> no one gives a fuck about me doing the show. 
All they care about is that Don is definitely going to be there. So, Don, I just want you to know your fans are waiting for you. That is hilarious. All right. Well, you got to make sure got to make sure I have the right date and time and all that, you know. Will do. I'll be sure and make sure you do. It's the last weekend of February, so it'll be uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So then, like, Greg, on the Saturday early show, Don, also, so these, like, ten girls show up, right? So it's, like, in between shows, they're for the, they're for the late show, and one girl goes, hey, I saw you ten years ago. Uh, we have a picture together. I go, oh, cool. You know, they're a little older. I mean, my, my age, like, 40, in the 40s, you know. And she goes, are you going to be funny this time? And I, was, and I was like, oh, okay, ha, 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 ha. And then, uh, and then, then I, I like leave the room and I'm out and like, there was like no green room. So I was like in the hallway, like in oh, the I hate that. Oh. by myself and I'm, and I'm FaceTiming with my wife and kid. Right. And I haven't seen them all day. And then these girls start yelling at me. Hey, you, you look like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Like while I'm on the phone with my kid, like, <laughs> Which, I don't even look like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Like, how do they even know who Hacksaw Jim Like, <laughs> That's a deep reference. I mean, that's an old reference for chicks. I mean, that's weird. So then I was like, so then they were talking all through the first comic, right? Talking to the host. And like the, the wait staff kept going over. Hey, will you quiet down? They were giggling, you know, mimicking the, the, wait, the waitress, the manager. I was just like, I was, I was annoyed, right? But I'm like, okay, don't bring this to the stage because, you know, Greg, I don't, I don't want to go on there with this. Like, yeah. Anything. Yeah. But right. So I'm doing well and they're quiet right away. One of them pipes up like 10 minutes in and I go, you guys make the view look fuckable. <laughs> Solid reference. Dude, they got so angry. Right. Like, like they were mad. I bet. Uh, you know exactly. You just said. You just said. I mean, you. What would you a, expect otherwise? That was a deep burn, brother. That was a Dude, deep burn. That was worse than calling them hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> the, the whole place was on the floor, right? And then because everyone was mad at them for talking the whole time, right? And then and then I was like, you know what? Then I just told the crowd what happened. I go, this is what she said. I'm on the phone with my fucking wife and kid. I haven't talked to them. They're oh, God. And then, like, and then I was like, I go, what are you guys celebrating? They're like, we're celebrating something. I'm like, what, menopause? And, and then Woo. it was just like, yeah. It was, one, it was one after another. And then afterwards, they were like, why were you so mean to us? Oh, that, like, oh my God. I go, you want to shut the fuck up? Yeah, I was talking to my kid. I like, I was. I haven't seen my kid all day. I haven't seen him in three, four days. Like I was talking to my daughter, and you're yelling shit at me. It's like, yeah, that's like when they they do that, and then they're like, "I was helping you." Like, no, you. I don't need your help. I've done a million shows. You weren't there for any of them. I don't need your fucking help tonight. Jesus Christ! Unbelievable. So that was that. But the Tulsa they mess with the wrong guy, boy. They, I'll tell you what, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. That's the yeah, way it yeah, goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's one thing what's like make fun of me, but when I'm talking to my kid, it's like shut the fuck up. Like that's my child, you know. I mean, literally yesterday, I was at the, the playground with my kid, like an indoor playground, and this boy kept coming over. He didn't speak any English. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell if he was like mute or what. He kept touching my daughter. Like, I mean, he was like four, three or four, but he kept grabbing her the back. Of, and she was wearing like, kind of like almost like a, a, a cashmere like thing. Like, it was kind of a cool, like, but I was like, I'm like, where's, I'm like, where's your, your mom or dad? He pointed hold, hold on one second. Is someone falling down the stairs? What is happening? What is all that fucking noise? Jesus. So somebody kept touching my kid. It was a little, I mean, it was a little kid, you know, it was like three. Yeah. He just kept grabbing her back. I think he wanted to play. But these parents let their kid on this playground and they go in the corner. They're not even looking. Like there's a wall between them. 
So right, they don't even care. They're like, go have fun, and now it's so not a problem. I, I, I told the parents, I'm like, hey, you know, is this your, you know, your son keeps grabbing my daughter, um, and then they didn't speak English either. And, and I was like, <laughs> like, so I explained to them. You were like, where's Don Fry when I need him? <laughs> but then the mom was about to yell at the kid. The mom was about to like smack the kid. I was like, no, no, no it wasn't his fault. The, the kid just wanted to play. You know, I was like protecting the boy. I was like, it's okay. He just wanted to, you know. But geez, Louise, uh, uh, Sean, were you? Uh, well, then why did you file a complaint? Because he needed to know that he shouldn't go around touching other girls. Does, uh, well, then he needs to have the shits back out of him, man. <laughs> why yeah, you yeah, that? Thank you. What I just said. Where's Don Fry when you need him? That would have been a perfect Don Fry learning moment. But he was just grabbing yeah. her back. He wasn't like trying to like feel her up or anything. He was just grabbing her back. But it was just not the right. I, I, I got to tell you, okay, that's gotta be either, the tough. Wait. Go ahead. It's either fucking wrong or it's right. So what's your fucking call on it? It's wrong, but I don't. I don't think it was. It was malicious. Uh, I think it was innocent wrong. Were you? Were you just trying not to handle another person's child? Was that the dilemma you were in? Your life? <laughs> no, but my, my daughter looked at me and said, "Why is he touching me? Why is he, no, stop touching me?" I mean, he wants to smash. That's clear. I mean, you know, he doesn't realize that's what he wants, but that's clearly what he wants. I, when I was a kid and I saw a girl, I was. I, I wanted to smash. I was fucking four years old. I wanted to smash. You don't know uh, why. You just do. I'm not sure he wanted to smash. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out where that noise is coming from. It's coming from Don. Uh, uh, but well, listen, it, it's, it's not quiet when you eat a bowl of nails. Don. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you doing? Are you, are, yeah. you, are you in the bathtub? What are you doing right now? <laughs> I'm in the bathtub. Yeah. Okay, now it's better. Right. Don, you had a big weekend. Yeah. I don't yeah, want Robert. to spoil your surprise, but will you tell us what happened? Uh, well, I went to Las Vegas, and it uh, turns out, the, you know, like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except whatever illness I picked up out there. Um, sure. So that's great. And uh, the nice part was that they're so mask crazy there and on the plane there. I actually wore a mask all weekend. Yeah, like did. I literally wore, yeah, wore it. Every time, I mean, they woke me up at 2 a.m. on a plane to tell me my mask had slipped a little bit down. Yeah, I, I, I was loving the irony of being on a plane with the air blowing down into my mask, recirculated air, but I got to pull it up over my nose. Why the stewardess has hers down while she's eating and drinking, talking to me right next to her, telling me to put mine on. So that was awesome. But Don, no, I got to. Don, what do I, I hold on, say, guys, Hold on, guys. What do I, Don, what do I do about this noise? Is there any way, because do you guys, you guys hear this? Yeah, I, it sounds like he's letting his dog eat the phone. Uh, Don. Oh, she's a foot away from the phone, buddy. All right, <laughs> All right Quinn. All right, Quinn. They don't appreciate. They don't appreciate good nature. It really is know. his dog. It really is his dog. I knew it. I thought he. And listen, there's like, you want to know who Don loves? It's that dog. That Don, is we the have you for Don, Don, I know. Don, I have, Don, we have you for an hour a week, if you remember, and it's the right and it's and it's, and it's, and it's, like, and it's the right hour. Because uh, half the time you call me at 11 or 3 o'clock uh, and go, Where, where's the podcast? All right. Is there any way you could not uh, have a dog fighting ring right now? Put, <laughs> oh, put syndrome oh, in so the dog house. Some little fucking bastard fill your daughter up on the playground. Because <laughs> I can't fucking pay my dog. <laughs> okay. Don is actually giving his dog a bath while this podcast is going on. That's uh, yeah. McCorkle, yeah. uh, that was not what I wanted yeah. to talk to you about. There was big news. You announced it on Facebook. What happened? <laughs> And uh, yeah, I got engaged. Uh, <laughs> it's Don Cough. Yeah, I got engaged uh, over the weekend for the second time. So, 
Oh, oh, oh my yeah. god! I, I was gonna say to a woman. Uh, Don's ex-wife. So nice. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, buddy. You'll be sorry. <laughs> I heard such one. I heard a lot of wonderful things about her. I figured I might as well give it a shot. So. Now, yeah, Sean, she's out there getting her last licks in right now. Sean, you're such a tough guy <laughs> yeah. right now, but you were so nervous. You you kept texting me. Where should I do it? What do I do? I'm really nervous. You were sweating. So let's let's yeah. keep real. W what happened? No, I was trying to make it like, dude, it, you cannot imagine how bad that trip was from beginning to end. Everything that could go wrong, possibly wrong. So I uh, I thought of a hundred different things. I kept coming up with good ideas, like having an Elvis impersonator involved somehow, but I thought she probably wouldn't appreciate that down the, you know, down the road. So I was trying to think of uh, everything I could possibly do. I come up with, I'll just be lame and do it like in front of the Bellagio fountains, you know, and all that. And uh, so we go there and as I'm like, the music starts playing, a guy comes up and is like, hey, do you want me to take your pictures? And I thought, well, this is going to work out great. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, uh, you know, because I didn't have, I wouldn't pay an $800 to have a photographer there for 10 minutes, like in Vegas once. So I was like, sure. And he doesn't know I'm going to propose. So he goes into a full photo shoot while the, while the music and the fountains are going, hey, put one arm here. Hey, give her a kiss on the forehead. Do this and that. So eventually we missed the fountains because this guy just stood a photo shoot with us, you know, or whatever. So then I have to try to talk her into, hey, you want to watch him again? Sit here for 30 minutes? You know, it was absolutely ridiculous. The whole thing was, but <laughs> I made up for it with a massive $30,000, uh, diamond in her uh diamond ring so it worked out wow so. that's like three dogs i know that's all i'm saying you had to sell three dogs to get it so wow okay so now listen was it obviously you said you were never going to get married again i know your girl she's amazing well, the, yeah that's still the plan oh. i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> hold, her off. hold her off for 40 years of that thirty thousand dollar diamond Exactly. Yeah. He just he just bought himself five more years. That's all. Yeah, but your girl's beautiful, and she's I mean she's a ten. And she's awesome. Was it a, you were afraid to lose her? Like she wanted to get engaged? Well, no. I mean, when we started dating, I knew that she wanted to eventually get married and stuff. That was part of the uh, deal going in, and she knew I didn't want to, so we compromised and decided to get married. So <laughs> that sounds um, right. No, that's, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she she told me when we first started dating that that's something she wanted. I understood. Like, I can't just because I married the Satan the first time around, I can't be her fault. Like, I make her suffer, you know. So, uh, if I'd have married her the first time around, it would have worked out great, especially since she was only uh, six when I Whoa. got married the first time. So, yeah. So, <laughs> if, uh, I could have uh, raised her correctly to act right and do stuff, and then uh, we'd have been uh, fine. But yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a little odd. I think we're kind of like the odd couple. Like, she's real good looking, and I'm just you know me. Um, but yeah, she's real nice and you're a handsome devil. Uh, so that's great, man. I mean, now you saw Jim Brewer too. Yeah, man, that was, I'll tell you what, Jim Brewer, his first 10 minutes was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And I was never, I wasn't not a fan, but I, like I, he was just okay to me. He was never that great, but he did a whole thing on COVID, not even on COVID on the mask stuff and the vaccine stuff. It was right up my alley. The funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. And that place was dying uh, we went to the comedy show the first night and i got an argument with some people who were in my seat and turns out i bought tickets for the wrong night so i'm telling people get up you're in my seat oh my you know, god like people and they're like no we're really not and i was like i got my ticket right here get up and go find your seat you know and they bring the people over to try to square it away and i look down i see saturday i was like you know what you guys can have the seat i'll just i'll go tomorrow night instead you know or whatever like, you, know. <laughs> you, know what? <laughs> you know what i'm just gonna moonwalk out of here real quick right? yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be the i'm gonna be the bigger man literally and figuratively and let you guys have your seats so. you know what's crazy i was always, <laughs> like, I always thought jim brewer was funny but before he was like almost like family friendly and just like it was like go boy he he became super political and it's uh he's like supercharged now and it's funnier like 
than than he's ever been. Like uh, he he's like sort of lost his mind, but in like a funny way. He he looked like he he literally looked like he lost his mind. It was the funniest. He just come out and start screaming. He's like, "Get your masks up, everybody in the crowd, you know, or whatever." And he starts walking like a Nazi, but for some reason he's talking like an Englishman from the 1800s. Like I don't know, that was the accent he was doing. So he's like he's like marching back and forth like a Nazi, saying, uh, "I know science, you know what I mean? Follow the science, you know." Like all this, it was man, it was like a 15 minute riff. It was the funniest stuff ever. But then he basically just talked about how his wife hated him for years, and uh, like watching him, it's kind of easy to understand how he might be hard to live with because it's like I don't think he does cocaine necessarily, but it was like he was on coke all the time. Like he was, he was. So he stole he stole Sam Kenneth's act. <laughs> more or less no but he uh he's the king of sound effects i'll tell you that at one point he oh, practically yeah. i he became a bird i don't remember why but at some point it was like he was a bird and i swear it was uh yeah i don't remember what the joke was but i was like damn people Wait, who's exactly on like a bird who, who the fuck was on coke oh <laughs> uh, i couldn't store it because i had my mask on and up over my nose the whole time properly the way it's supposed to be so well, congrats on uh, getting engaged, Sean. It's a big deal for you, man. Uh, yeah. Super, super happy for you. Uh, I know your girl. She's she's awesome. So uh, yeah. for you. And she could put up with you. So. Yeah, I know. I'm definitely getting the better end of the deal for sure. So. Um, you know, and that's the way you want it to be. If we're being honest, right. you really want both people to think. No, you really want both yeah. people to think that they're getting the better end of the deal. That's how it stays together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So Adam's marriage is doomed. Thank you, but that's true for us. That's right. That's right. You guys watched a fight Saturday? A few of them. No. Uh, no. All right. Well, I watched three of them. I watched the main one, the Chukasi Cater fight, and I watched uh, Chukagian and the uh, Royville fight, which was a was a, a absolute. Uh, I don't know what the fuck those judges were watching at the Royville fight. So. Well, the the uh, Giga fight versus Calvin Guitar was a good fight. Uh, you know, it was one of those fifty like they had fifty forty five scores, but it was like really close. It's something weird. It's weird. Sometimes like that, like it was a way it was way closer. Every every round was super close, but Qatar won. I didn't think that at all. I thought only the first round was close. I, after that, I thought it was uh, it was Cater's fight. I thought he dominated him. Although, also, I thought it also showed that he had some weaknesses. I mean. Obviously, Jacquez's speed would have beaten him if he had more power. And, you know, he had zero ground game. I mean, like, nothing. And, like, Cater abandoned the ground game because he knew he could go to it at any fucking second. I don't know. I mean, like, close as in, like, it wasn't as dominant. Well, I don't think it was that one-sided. I thought Giga. But after the fight, Giga says, I beat him nine out of ten times. Now, after you, what's the point of even saying that when you've just lost three days before that? I mean, even, even if it's true... Like you're not gonna be able to prove it uh, for like three or four more fights. If, if well, he beat he beat the odds then. So that's <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, and if that's the case, well, it's too bad it wasn't one of those nine other times because it was the one time where you got your ass whooped. Don, was there ever a fight that you lost where you thought you went nine out of ten times? Yeah, I don't know, partner. Uh, I'm sure everywhere every fighter thinks they 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 won. When they lose, you know, they get yeah. cheated. So I'm sure, fuck. You know, so like every media thinks he's funny when he, he shits on the stage. <laughs> That's very I know true. when uh, when I thought Thanks, for, Hunt, thanks I for dragging sure. us down with you. That's uh, very <laughs> <laughs> you, don't think, you don't think I didn't go down alone, did you? 
<laughs> I think he was talking about Brendan Schaub on that one. But no, uh, I thought when I fought Mark Hunt, I was three strikes and lost nine out of ten times, so it worked out. Nah, man. I mean, Sean, I think that you, uh, I think you're just too humble uh, because I guess. <laughs> you were not losing that fight. Now, this was since since me and Gregor Owens just saw the fights last week. I guess we'll move on to this week's fight. Uh, and Ganu versus. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Can we just one second? Can we talk about that Royville fight? Because how did he win that fucking fight? Bontarine dominated him two out of the three, and probably the first round too. I didn't. My mind was blown. It was mind bottling. Like your mind's all in a bottle. I thought Royville won. Maybe I watched it again, but I thought Royville won that fight. I mean, he won in a split decision, but you heard the audience boo their fucking brains out because. He, he, I think even Bonnery, he just walked out like, I don't know how the fuck they called. I mean, he dominated him for two of the three rounds. It wasn't I, even close. I, I didn't see it that way. Maybe yeah. I got to watch it again because I watched it with the sound off um, at the comedy um, club. And your eyes closed. Yeah, I thought Rebel <laughs> won. I thought Rebel won. Where was the fight at? It was in Vegas. The Apex. Yeah, at the Apex. Oh, fuck. All right, so before Most people watch Brendan Schaub's comedy with the sound off, so. Before we, get to the like this week, uh, before we get to the fights, sorry for interrupting you. Um, Mike Tyson, they're saying, is going to fight Jake Paul. According to sources, they're each getting $50 million or a 50-49 million split. Uh, I thought – but then Tyson the next day said this is the first he, he's, uh, he's heard of it. But, me, but he might have been on Mushrooms or DMT, and maybe he actually did say he would do it and then forgot it. Uh, Mike Tyson wins this fight, right? Yeah, he'll, he he. I don't know how well his um reading skills are, or that of his agent. You know, so when he goes to read the parts that do not knock him out, you know, I think just skip over that. Yeah, I hope they they redline that because. There's no way. I don't think he can control his power when he lets it go, and I don't want him to anyway. If this fight happens, and there's no knockout clause, this will. I'll pay to see this one. Yes, uh, but I mean he'll be 55 years old though too. He's not a young Mike Tyson. He's still what? he's still the, the real deal. Killer. The guy's a fucking monster. He'll yes. fucking break that guy's jaw and neck with one punch. I mean, yeah. if they let him show up the same way he showed up against Roy Jones Jr. and and it's and it's no drug testing, Tyson all day. If they're if it if it's a sanction if it's, if it's an exhibition, they're saying if it's a sanctioned fight, and they got a drug test, I still think Tyson wins. But it might get closer. Uh, McCorkle. Well, it depends on what they're testing for. Because anymore, I mean, the guys, it, people think there's no steroids in the UFC. It's just the guys with big money can still take them. Because you can always get a chemist to, you know, alter things. So you, they're always a step ahead of USADA, you know. Um, so that's how Conor McGregor got as big as he did that fast. And then, like, he's not tested positive or anything. You know, like, it's uh, – that's why I didn't like it when I was in the UFC. Like, I had to worry about getting caught. But no one else – like, the, all the guys with big money didn't have to. The guys from Brazil, like Vitor Belfort, who tests negative for steroids, but it's testosterone 1,800 when it should be 300, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's uh, – they, if you've got the money, you can pay somebody to uh, alter it so you won't get caught. Well, what's his name? That fucking – the cyclist, I mean, he managed to, to pump up and beat the tests for seven years in a row and win the, the, the French Alps thing. I don't know any of the names for anything today, but uh, uh, Lance Armstrong, you know, yeah. seven years in a row. They, in fact, they never caught him. He just fucking just decided to admit it for one yeah, fucking day. Did you hear about that? Come on. You hear about that swimmer, Greg? You hear about that swimmer from uh, Universal Pennsylvania, the transgender 
So the guy, it was a guy who made the team as a freshman and then quit swimming, came back as a, as a junior on the women's team and is now breaking every single record, like, like lapping everybody. And, and of course, people are angry about this, which they should be. And the only but person- no, But no, hey, listen, I, I did five years ago or so, I did a seminar with Boss Rutten and somebody else over in Austin, Texas, and afterwards, boss sat me down and said, listen, Don, I'm just sorry, but, you know, we, um, I, I can't use you anymore. Um, you offended a couple of girls because you said guys are stronger than girls. So, and so, therefore, I got fired by boss root and lost a job because these little fucking twits. You know, can't accept the fact that men are fucking more powerful than women. And now here's the fucking evidence. So they had sucked Well, the thing ball. is, she lost, right? Okay, so the, the, the uh, swimmer lost, but she lost to another transgender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm is she doing? <laughs> Pretty soon there's going to be no women in women's sports. Dude, I mean... Uh, <laughs> oh my god this is so first of all uh thank you for opening this can of worms we definitely won't get any uh hate mail for this one and uh you know don you know what that you you know you can't speak the truth anymore i guess i guess saying the saying the obvious is a fucking you know i don't know yeah, I mean, so it's we, just, we just let shit happen and it exposes itself and there's your proof you know shit you idiots are so stupid you know so I mean, just like when that transgender, whatever it is, beat up that poor gal. You know, that's fucking insane. But if they're going to allow it, you know, somebody's going to end up getting sued. I hope it's the Nevada Athletic Commission, you know? Well, I, I just don't know who's really for this. I mean, other than, I mean, because even um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner uh, said that he thinks that they have an unfair advantage. And I think that uh, Caitlyn would know, or she thinks. Unfair advantage. I think Caitlin would be. I mean, Caitlin won the Olympics. <laughs> like, if anybody yeah, as a no, as a Ruth, woman, Ruth that's what's even crazier. Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, Bruce won the Olympics, not Caitlin. Okay. Right, well, right, Bruce. Caitlin wasn't was even around. Caitlin was just wearing his wife's shoes at the time. You know, fuck. So, but anyone. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Caitlin was wearing his wife's shoes. Wait, what? Oh my god. <laughs> Now I'm just confused. All right. Yeah, so, uh, and Ganu versus. Listen, what, why do you think Bruce could run so fast? He was running away from <laughs> Dude, Somebody said that hey, was the best 10 year challenge uh, ever. Yeah. Uh, mm. as, uh, so, by the way, um, uh, by the way, so the 10 year challenge, I was posting left and right, and I had McLovin uh, turn into Roxanne Modafari. And oh, then all boy. of a sudden, everyone started going, that's fucked up. It's horrible. I can't laugh. So me and Roxy are friends. I go, do you care? She's like, this is hilarious. And she reposted it. She's like, that's great. I love it. I can never get it. It's like, why is everyone offended on behalf of the people who are not offended? It's, it's like- That is the downfall of, of the whole comments world is everyone wants to get offended over everything. That's nothing to do with them. Nothing. It has nothing it's to do with them whatsoever. You either think it's, it's funny or not. It's goddamn business. Right. I, especially when the person involved, and the worst is the person involved says this is fucking funny and they double down on their their outrage 
because they're like, well, then I'm outraged that she's not outraged. Like, go fuck. Everyone just minds your business. Jesus I know. They go, Christ. even though they think it's funny, I still don't think you should do it. I'm like, dude. Listen. That's what I'm saying. They double down on the outrage. Like, I still don't agree with it. No, 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 no. Why can't they? No one can ever just admit, hey, you know what, then, then it's fine. If they don't mind, I don't mind. Oh, no. No one can change your mind. No, I yeah, like, boy. I DM people going, hey, just so you know, I talk to this person. They think it's funny. And then they fucking screenshot the DM. And I'm like, all right, you know, I, I forget it. Like, I was. Well, and you got to know that. You got to know anything you type in there is going to be, it, it, that's it. It's, they can use it and put it on blast and they're going to. There's zero discretion. Nothing is private. The second you type it in, it's for the world to see. So Francis Ngannou is taking on Cyril Ghosn this week. Uh, man, you know, I was going to say, I, th I think Ngannou is going to win, but. He seems so distracted with potentially fighting uh, Tyson Fury. He wants to leave the UFC. He says he's not getting enough money. He's talking about all these other things. He's giving his comments. I just feel like this guy has no pressure on him. They've sparred before, and he's a smart fighter. Like, well, even when he fought the Black Beast, he didn't let the Black Beast just, you know, a lot of these guys who lose to Nganu, they go punch for punch, and then they just get fucking blasted out. I'm picking Gon in this one. Uh... Don Fry, who wins this fight? I'm, I'm with you, unfortunately. I have to agree with you. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> which is his least favorite thing to, to do. I, I'm, I'm holding on to my wanker right now to make sure it's still there. You know? <laughs> uh, Greg? I got to agree with you, too. Anytime you notice that and you say that, you're usually right. You know, you've made a couple of really uh, calls like this that tended to be accurate. And distraction is a huge part of the preparation. You know, it requires total focus. And yeah, the guy, the up and coming guy, no pressure, total focus, no distraction. Versus the guy on top who's bored, who wants to go do this, who's not it. You're 100% right. I'd put all my money, minus 155, throw it on Gone. Unless, of course, you're McCorkle, that means Gone's going to lose. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sean, I actually, if I, if I was, hope you're going for Ngano. If I, uh, if I was going to bet, I'm not going to probably. But if I was, I would bet Ngano by knockout. So guarantee a uh, Ghana win by decision. So, um, yeah. Whatever, whatever my initial feeling is, it's always wrong. Now, just what whatever you do, don't try to make that thirty thousand back this weekend. Right. Yeah. Just don't, don't do that. <laughs> now, now, what happens if Ngano wins, right? And then he says, you know what, UFC, I'm leaving. I want to test my free agency. And then Bellator or fucking PFL or somebody, you know, Ryzen or one of these, one of these companies, 1FC says, you know what, we'll, we'll triple your money. Uh, that would be the first time since Fedor that the UFC didn't have the best heavyweight in the world. Uh, would the UFC let that happen? What do you think, Sean? Uh, you're saying if Ganu leaves? Yeah. Yeah, he can. If he wins, he's still got to fight for him again. They've got like a champion's clause where basically you're going to have to continue to fight for them until you're not the champion. Um, I know he's got to do at least one more fight. If he wins this, even though it's the last fight, he's got to do one more. And then after that, he might be able to like be let go if he promises him his soul and firstborn child and all the money he'll make in any other organization, then he might be able to get out to uh, do something else. But yeah, that's uh, Dana White even said in an interview, he's got at least, if he wins, he's got at least one more after that. And it probably doesn't have to be within the next 18 months. So they'll just sit him for 18 months and then have him fight. So, so bet on God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ganu would be better off. He would be better off to fake an injury and uh, lose and then be free from his contract as opposed to – he would probably would be better off to lose, but to fake an injury or something to lose would be better off. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, the one thing is that the UFC, they, one thing they want is the baddest man on the planet, which is normally the, the heavyweight champion. Um, and I think he gets flatlined by Tyson Fury and, you know, any boxer boxer because he's never had a boxing match. So, you know, as, 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 as you know, tough as this guy is and as, as hard as he hits, it's a different sport. What's up, people? Bet online. I'd like to wish you a very happy new betting year as we continue to march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year. It's a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS50 to get started. They got football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, check them out now. Uh, Brandon Moreno. Well, it, it, it ain't shoving sand, you know, that's the thing. There's a hell of a difference between, uh, between shoving sand and boxing. You know, I mean, there's a lot of different rules spread. And, yeah. you know, if God does beat him, legitimately beats him, that might inspire him to actually, you know, focus and fight again, uh, you know, give him something to work against. What's crazy is well, that I mean, God has if he's, fight. If he's saying, I, I don't want to be here anymore, you know, and on top of the other distractions, well, then he really, he's fucked because his heart's not into it. And if your heart's not into it, you're going to get hurt. I think what he I, I think really what it is is he uh, he said he's getting paid five hundred thousand dollars on average to fight title fights even with his percentage of pay per view he can go fight Tyson Fury or anybody make ten million easy so he'd have to fight twenty fights in the UFC as a champion to win so he probably doesn't really care if it, like about winning against Tyson Fury he's probably just trying to get paid you know like if he was to fight a guy like that he's gonna have to fight twenty or thirty times in the UFC to make that same amount of money same as. Uh, McGregor didn't think he was going to beat Floyd Mayweather, I'm sure, but he knew he was going to make seventy-five or hundred million dollars, which he would make that ten fights in the UFC. So, I mean, but, yeah. I mean, do you think it's more important to to make five hundred thousand dollars and be the champ, or to go into a fight where you're ninety percent going to lose and make ten million? Uh, I'd rather make ten million. I'd rather. Uh, I was going to say, I think ten million sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about it. All it those guys are losing to Jake Paul for a million. So you know. Depends on the stage of your career. Yeah. Yeah, but like Tyron Woodley, right? Like Woodley, I mean, where does he go from here? And, and like Tyron's a friend of mine, and I actually wrote a joke about him, and then I, I, I tweeted him, like, you mind if I make this? He's like, nah, I'd rather not. So me, me and Tyron are friends. Like, I'm not going to – I have nothing but respect and love for Tyron Woodley. But losing to Jake Paul, like the way he did, what does he do now? Well, he's 40 he's, anyway, though, and he made more in those two fights. Hey, exactly, yeah. Don. That's exactly what like. You sit around, you count that fucking money you got for fucking taking a dime. That's what you do. Yeah. Ngannou, I, and, you know, the other thing about Ngannou, I mean, people always do this. They become successful, and then they want to, you know, no one would know the name Francis Ngannou without the UFC. You know, so he could be mad at the UFC all he wants, but he wouldn't be making a million dollars a fight without that. So he may be jealous of the Buddy Tyson Fury, but he chose boxing. You chose martial arts. And, you know, you're nothing without this organization. And you know what? Go back 10 years ago when you were shoveling sand. And, you know, yeah. fucking $500,000. A lot better, a lot better view on life than a uh, bucket of sand. And, you know, 
What do you get? Amen. 150 a day. You know, yeah. yeah. So Brandon, I like shoveling sand. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> so Brandon Moreno is taking on Vision Figueredo. I think Moreno's going to win again. I do. I think that uh, some of these guys, like they, like Division was clearing everyone out, just running through everybody. And I feel like a lot of these guys, you know, they 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 lose, and then their whole like their bubble bursts. And I think that Moreno's got this guy's number. Uh, I think he wins again. I think he likes the attention. He likes the celebrity. He's not getting to his head. Seems like a, a real well-adjusted kid. He's married. He's, he seems like a real – I don't know Figueroa. Although Figueroa is training with Henry Cejudo, so obviously his wrestling's better. But I still think Moreno wins this. Uh, Greg? I disagree. I think he was uh, facing a distracted – what you just said, it's so funny. You just said he's loving the fame, he's loving the thing, but he's not distracted. And I think those are two contradictory statements. You know, if you're loving the fame, you're loving to be a celebrity, then guess what? You're probably a little bit distracted. I think that's exactly what left the door open against Figueiredo the last time. I think now the roles are reversed. I think you see a more aggressive, a more focused guy in Davison. I like Davison in this one. Uh, McCorkle. Uh, I think Moreno, man, I know when he won last time, he was so happy. He walked out of that arena like he was five foot tall. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, shut up. Yeah, For all he, Latinos, you fucking shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I'll go Moreno, man. He, uh, I don't know, I've, I've not seen very many guys that can be that happy while fighting. Like, it looks like that's really what he loves doing. Like, constantly got a smile on his face. So, um, yeah, I'll say Moreno, but I'm always wrong. So, Don? My heart's really broken because I agree with McCorkle. Shit, now I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, I, I think. He was at my first. Oh, my uh, bed. Yeah. Don's yeah. voice sounds like he's drinking that sand that Nganu's shoveling. <laughs> Moreno was at my you first special, and I, he was, like, with nine of his teammates, and I was like, oh, you guys all come in the same car. Yeah. I, I was just shitting on him left and right, and they were, like, having the best time ever. He's such a good dude. His teammates are awesome. Uh, I, I like him a lot. Um, by the way, so Henry Cejudo, hey, listen, I love him too. I love Red, I love that he's Mexican. I love he's the first Mexican champ. I'm Mexican. I'm very proud of him. I think he's fit. But I'm just, I think, uh, I think Davison uh, comes back on him this time. Now, are you 100% Mexican? I'm like 80%, yeah. Do you speak Spanish at all? Nope. <laughs> Do your parents? Yeah, oh yeah. See, that was it growing up. They used it as their secret language. So they could talk about us in front of us. So they never taught it to us. So, and we were raised, you know, we were raised in the suburbs. So it wasn't anything that I, you know, really, you know, endeavored. Like I took a Spanish class, and it didn't stick. So there you go. Dude, me and my, my, me and my wife, Dude. I'll like be in the car talking to my sister or someone. I'll be like, yeah, I can't believe that like so-and-so did, and I'll have the baby in the car, did so much C-O-K-E. And she'll go, Coke? And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I wasn't quizzing you, but like, like just, just fucking. Hey, can I can I tell you? I always thought I was like 100 percent Mexican because both my parents are totally Mexican. The Wilson thing is an adoption. Uh, my my dad was adopted by his stepdad and became went from Galleros to Wilson. Um, so we're not really Wilsons. But then we did the DNA test, and of course, you know, be, if you're Mexican, you got a lot of the other things in you too. So, you know, <laughs> pretty much everyone that came over and conquered. Uh, you know, did there, so it's Spanish, it's Aztec, and then there's like a myriad of other things thrown in there. And McCorkle, you're part Jewish, right? Yeah, I'm an Aryan Jew. So like I'm a, like 75% Aryan and a 25% <laughs> Jewish. 
So, oh man, I want to make a joke here, but I don't want to get canceled. So. <laughs> I was like, so you're constantly trying to kill yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Oh God. I'm uh, so sorry. By the way, so Henry Cejudo and McGregor are in a Twitter feud, by the way, because uh, Henry tweeted like, hey, Dana White, listen, I want to come back. I want to fight Volkanovski. What am I going to do? I'll learn how to river dance and uh, I'll beat up an old guy at a bar. So then freaking Connor tweets out, Henry Cejudo is a little fart. And then Henry writes back, what do you know about farting? You're always out of gas. Oh. Yes. And then everyone went, oh. And then Connor deleted the tweet. He like he fucking deleted. And people were like, two, the two best fighters in the world are doing fart jokes with each other. Like, this is the great sport. Uh, so, Michael Pereira. Uh, he's the guy who always says that uh, he's like the guy that like grew up in the circus or something from Brazil that's making all those flips, you know. He's fighting Andre Fiajo. Uh, that should be a good fight as well. There's, there's zero information about him on the UFC website. There's not a picture. According to the website right now, his record. Did he lose who he was supposed to fight? Yes. Fiajo okay. lost Antonio Dos Santos Jr. Oh, okay. The other guy lost three in a row. Um, I'm gonna have to if I, before I bet I'm gonna find out what his record is against like, circus performers, like his previous <laughs> record against circus performers. Like, yeah. he, he beat he beat a trapeze artist and a uh, bearded lady. Wait, bearded lady's not the circus, right? Oh, sure it is. Good, McCorkle, you make me laugh because I, th- I think about how you find like the one thing that's like ridiculous and you repeat it over like like with like lauren murphy like uh well it depends who's on heroin this week you kept saying and you said it like 19 times during that podcast i was laughing all week thinking about you mentioning the heroin like i'm an expert at running things into the ground till they're not funny and then they become funny again if you just keep pushing yes yes uh unless you keep watching brendan shop's comedy special it gets worse What do we got? That's got to be at least three now. Saeed Nurmagomedov is fighting Cody Stamen. Cody's a a great guy. I think his brother brother passed away, and he dedicated a couple fights to his brother. Really good fighter. He's on a two-fight losing streak. Uh, Lost to Merab, this guy Merab, who's no – that guy just has got a crazy gas tank. And he lost to Jimmy Rivera, who's actually – Jimmy Rivera is doing uh, trigon fighting now, or triad fighting uh, in, in a triangle in the next event. Um, and then he lost to uh, Song Yadong, but he beat Brian Kelleher. What? <laughs> what? There's a fighter named Song Yadong. Is uh, that like some kind of COVID 19 thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 he's actually a pretty good Song Yadong. Yadong, uh, he's very explosive. It's the anthem of Pride Month. <laughs> hey, uh, they told Don, Don's doctor called him and told him he had herpes, and he's like, "Where?" He said, "It's on Yadong." <laughs> I didn't hear that. What? Yo, dude, Yadong actually like he, he, he like starts off small, but he grows during the fight. Oh uh, my so. god! <laughs> 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 all over the guy's face. All right, so then also. Uh, a bunch of other guys are fighting. Uh, Victor Henry, he's a, he's a good fighter. He's a kind of a local guy. Um, I think Josh Barnett actually – Can we him. just answer the question I think most people have, which maybe they know, I don't know, but is this Nurmagomedov, is he, re- is he related to Khabib? I know half the dudes in that area have this last name, so I don't know if, if this is a, a direct relative or is just, they're just like, listen, they'll, they'll never notice the difference. 
Put him in there. I believe he is like cousins or something. I, I think okay. I, I think he's cousin. There's a lot of uh Nurmagomedov. By the yeah, way, yeah, exactly. By the way, in uh in like I heard in like in Khabib's organization, Eagle FC, they they don't have ring girls. Cause he's not a fan of ring girls. He thinks that they're like mm. the most least important uh people in uh which I, I mean, come on. There you go, Sean. You got a job, buddy. You got a job. As a matter of analysis, <laughs> he's not wrong. I mean, but, you know, I mean it's a kind of a tradition, no? Uh, by the way, on yes. flight, in Muslim uh, countries, it's tradition for women to walk around half naked. Yes, exactly. To put on bikinis and strut around with a, with a number over their head. But it's in with Florida. A, while riding the pig. It's in Florida, though. Uh, by the way, uh, they stole your idea, Sean. They had, I, I saw on Fight TV, they had pillow fights. Did they? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll see a check for that, just like I saw a check for my Topps trading cards from the UFC that I never got, or my video game money, or my shirts, or never saw residuals on any of that either. Um, Matt Steamrolla Frivola is fighting. Um, he, uh, he's fight he, he lost to Terrence McKinney in seven seconds the last fight. He's a good fighter, though. Uh, he beat Luis Pena. So steamroller is what happens to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shame. By the way, by the way, they, they they wouldn't announce that guy's name. By the way, he he lost. By the way, uh, Dakota Harry Bush. Uh, he, All right. Uh, they he actually the Harry Bush lost, but they announced they wouldn't announce Harry Bush, but they announced Raw Dog, which wasn't right. Like, That's not fair, yeah, because one goes into the other. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> Wait, their nicknames or their real names? No, that, no, their, their nicknames was – the guy's name is Dakota Harry Bush. That's his nickname is Harry. And they no, his nickname is – yeah, his nickname is Harry. But, and the announcer wouldn't say that. But the, but the other guy's nickname was Raw Dog, and they said Raw Dog. And, and, and another guy's Bruce name Buffer was – Buffer announcing – <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, but isn't one of isn't one of their major sponsors Manscaped? I mean, it seems like a it seems like a pretty natural marriage. I don't know why they shy away from it now. <laughs> I bet you Bruce Buffer has never said Harry Bush or whatever you guys are, whatever the other one was. Uh, Raw dog. Oh, I'm sure he may have said both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Kay Hansen's fighting. She's the one that was like 16 years old and got like a scholarship to Harvard, allegedly, or offer maybe, or they were looking at her for softball. She went into fighting. She dropped out of school. Now she's seven and four. She's really good, though. She has an OnlyFans that's pretty uh, popular, uh, her OnlyFans account. Um, she's, she, she's doing it backward. Like you're supposed to be on a heroin and strung out first when you're <laughs> young, and then you become champion. You can't start at Harvard and then start doing OnlyFans. She's fighting J Jasmine. Jasu Davikias. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's how that's pronounced. <laughs> oh, and then a girl named Vanessa Demopoulos. She's a girl who was uh, a stripper. She wrote a book called The Stripper Bible. Have you guys read this book? It's no, on my no. nightstand right now. I, I mean, who isn't reading the stripper Right next to your Bible, yeah. What 50-year-old what man isn't reading the stripper Bible? I mean, come on. <laughs> By the way, you know how they put like a blank, you know, like cut out of somebody on the UFC yeah. site when they don't have a picture of the fighter yet? For Kay Hansen, it's supposed to be Jasmine Jazu Delicious. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the cutout, the cutout's a dude. 
<laughs> Dude, meanwhile, don't you think that the girl Vanessa, because she she was a strip, like she was a pretty big stripper. Like, she was a not only like a stripper, she was like a feature dancer. She went around like she should like make it rain. If you knock someone out, like have money and just throw it in the air on the girls, like if she was laying there. It should be like a gimmick, right? Or, you don't, or have like a, a manager walk out. Like, you don't think that, like, give a lap Maybe, thing. Yeah, then out. they have somebody go out and shoot somebody in the parking lot. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I like how you try to give her the Ted DiBiase's gimmick. Like, she could have Vince, Vincent Virgil falling around in and out of her defeated opponents. Dude, I was at a strip club one time. It was like a day shift. <laughs> And the girl was wearing like cheap heels, right? She was up at the top of the pole and she just like came flying down, right? Like, but her shoe like came off, like the, her heel, like, and it went straight into the guy's chest sitting next to me. Oh. Like, 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 dude, I was fucking dying, bro. Like, the guy was like, oh, oh like. <laughs> so was the other guy with the heel on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, one, of, one of the best experiences I ever had at a strip club. Uh, I did a gig in Arizona, in Phoenix. And um, it was the only gig, the gig went so well. I went with some porn, this is back in my single days. I went with this like porn star girl who basically gave me a handy, like while I was in the backseat, like while her, her, like, her like gay friend was, was like driving. So he like, she, she couldn't really like do that much. But, um, and I don't wanna like shoot on his head. But anyway, so I like got there and I like did my show and it went so well, I got an encore, which is like what, not what you want as a comic. Because I, I like, <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, no. material. Yeah, I like closed on my best jokes. It was a yeah, he didn't, exactly, he didn't actually save the big hits for the encore. <laughs> then, like, then Miss Nude World was like the stripper, right? She came into, she was, I mean, what I heard, there's a lot of Miss Nude Worlds. It wasn't like, there's not one Miss Nude World, there's a lot of Nude Worlds, right? So I'm not sure the whole world's even involved in this contest. Right, like, yeah. You know, people in like, you know, Pensacola or something. So, but I ended up, she brought me on stage and like pulled down my pants to my boxers, put like, put like wax all over my, my like, my, 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 my junk. I ended up going home with her, like banging her like in like the butt. And, and then I like got the waitress's number. And then I, I like, who was like the hottest one there, the bartender, usually the bartender. But I, I like drove home and got three tickets on the way home. And I still didn't even care. That, that's how high I was from this experience. But I just wanted to let everyone Wait, know. Why, why did she put wax on you? <laughs> that was like her gimmick. What happened? <laughs> Worst gimmick ever. Go <laughs> wax on people? How do you get three tickets anyways? For no insurance, no registration, no yeah. seatbelts. I had like speeding and then like a parking ticket and like. It was uh, like failure to turn or something. It was just terrible. That that was a terrible. Experience. And you tried to tell the officer level was too high. Yeah, yeah. You tried to, yeah. You tried to tell the yeah. officer. You're like, officer, I'm trying to fuck this woman. Do you mind? He's like, all right, here's your tickets. Get the fuck. Dude, I, I like went back like months later, and the bartender who was like, she was really hot. She had a huge tattoo on her back. That was the only problem. It was like, like huge. Like it was almost like uh, Max. Uh, what's his name? Max Holloway. Those big wings. It was like too much. Right. But anyway. I had to wait for her to get off. So I had to go to the strip club for like eight hours, like until she had like, it was like four in the morning, I got like at eight. So by the time she was like, so she, 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 she gave me a blowjob. I think I came in like, like three seconds. She's like, you're kidding, right? <laughs> I was like, so worked up. That's not what you want to hear is you're kidding, right? Like, like that's my big closer. You know? <laughs> and then she, was like, what's with, she was like, what's with all this wax on here? <laughs> I love this wax story. 
This story has nothing to do with anything. He's just like, I just wanted you guys to know that that, that happened one time <laughs> before I got married. I came in three seconds. <laughs> Sorry, put, guys. Put that on a card. Yeah, I came in three seconds. Just wanted you to know that. Oh, yeah. Don, what would your uh, Hallmark cards be like? Roses are red, violets are blue. Sit on my face, bitch. <laughs> I bought you a card. Yeah. Bend over. And I'll do you too. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, you fucking snowflake. Like, <laughs> Big more, you rotten whore. Uh, Happy Easter. Get these Mexicans out of the country. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're, open, we're open season on them. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, God. All right. You so, know, one time, uh, one time this girl was uh, at an autograph signing. I don't know why I was doing an autograph signing. I shouldn't have been famous enough to do it. But I think it was me and Jim Everett, the old NFL quarterback. It was really strange. And so uh, – And, and Bruce stuff, Jenner. Right. <laughs> but he, uh, they, she goes, can you sign something for my boyfriend, like something original? It's like, well, what do you want me to do? She goes, anything you want. I said, well, tell me about him. She goes, well, he's Palestinian. And I said, okay. So, what the hell's that? <laughs> Are you getting messages from another planet, Don? Are you are you monitoring? Rolling up my windows for rain. Anyway, so she said her boyfriend was Palestinian, so I put uh, whatever to his name, and I said, "Here's the getting the Jews out of Palestine." Oh, and then I signed my name and gave it to her. She looked at it. She goes, "Oh yeah, could you write something else?" Like, uh, she goes, maybe give me a different one. And I was like, I think you'll think it's really funny. She goes, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, you just write something else. I wrote something really lame. But uh, turns out he hit me on Twitter. He loved the first one. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Dude, my thing, oh, yeah. dude, my wedding, like, I, I, my thank you cards were so late. I just forgot to, like, write them. So finally I wrote, like, thanks for coming to the wedding. Sorry for the late uh, card. I didn't think this was going to last. You know, I was just fucking. Oh, my gosh. No. Uh, all right. Also, uh, coming up in Eagle FC, Tyron Spong, who's like, you know who that is, right, John? Yeah. Yeah. He's like the, one of the best kickboxers. Like, and now Don has injured a hurricane. Uh, he's fighting. Oh, my God. You bitch more than that woman. God <laughs> He's fighting. You know what? Guys. You bitch more than if I came in three seconds. <laughs> Uh, Gre- uh, Greg Fry, how long does it take you to come? I go, I come whenever it's time to come. If she says be there at seven, I came at six <laughs> thirty. That's that's very uh, thoughtful of you, uh, uh, Greg. You never came early in your life. I think I almost exclusively came early. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't know what coming on time would look like. So, um, uh, you know, hey, yeah. exactly. And, and Sean, I you? show up. I show up late, but I come early. And, <laughs> and Sean, you bust. And Sean, you bust always. You're, you're you're like a big stallion in bed always. Oh yeah, every time. Steroids help that though in Viagra. Um, somebody asked me one time why I take Viagra every time I do it, and I'm like, have you ever taken Viagra? They're like, no. And I said, well, try it once, try and, then, and then see if, you, uh, see if you keep doing it. It's the best. But, I did have a tab one time, and it kind of felt like low-grade ecstasy. Really, I, I enjoyed it. I get mine from some guy in India, and I make him – he texts me all the time trying to sell it. So I make him identify himself as Stalker Texas Ranger, like because uh, he like, blows me up. Or actually – and he started calling himself Stalker Indian Ranger, which was great. So that's why every so, time he hits me up, he's like, this is Stalker Indian Ranger. So you don't really know what you're taking. 
No, <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's for one of them online pharmacies. I'm sure it's legit. So. I love it. He's taking heroin and fucking meth and shit. He's like, I'm like, this shit's great. You guys haven't tried it? Oh my god, it's like the best feeling ever. <laughs> That's what take, the only thing he won't take is the vaccine. Yeah, dude, I got a. He'll take a story for online Viagra from India, but that vaccine, I'll trust him. I don't know what's in it. That's a great one. Real quick. I'm in, uh, so I get to Las Vegas. I realize I've been on blood pressure pills since I was like in college. I don't know. For some reason, genetically, I have high blood pressure, right? It could be the rage inside me. Anyway, so I get there. I realize my doctor didn't refill. Before I left, my doctor didn't refill my prescription. So I was like, oh, great. So now I have no blood pressure pills. I'm going to Las Vegas, right? So if you don't take that stuff, the one I take, it will skyrocket your blood pressure once you stop. You know, I've been on it for 20 some years. So, um, my blood pressure is running like 220 over 140, which is like stroke level. I go to Walmart there uh, thinking they're going to help me out because uh, the doctor's office closed over the weekend. And uh, I said, hey, I have a prescription for you guys in Indianapolis. I need blood pressure pills. I'm out. My nose is pouring blood like every 10 minutes. My nose is bleeding. Like, it's not good. You know, like I'm having these headaches. Like, uh, well, um, you don't have any refills left on your prescription. And I was like, I know, but I could like die. You know what I mean? So like I, you guys, normally they'll give you one or two. They'll just give them to you to carry you through to your next one. You know, uh, yeah. I've had that happen before. And they kept telling me, no, there's nothing we could do. You can go doctor on demand online. I was like, they don't take my insurance. Well, I'll just go to the ER. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Go to the ER to get two blood pressures, you know, and pay $10,000. I said, no, I can't. And so I'm arguing with them. The lady has the balls to tell me if there's nothing they, do, they can do. But uh, we can get you a COVID shot if you want your vaccine uh, while you're here. You're, we have those available. Like, she was so worried about my health. I'm at stroke level nose bleeding. I'm not worried about that. But I can get my vaccine while I'm there. You know, like that was her consolation. I loved it. She goes, no, but uh, you could get your vaccine if you wanted if you haven't had it. I was like, Dude, it's so crazy. I don't know. I actually agree with Dana White. They asked Dana White about, uh, you know, about what Joe Rogan, how the 270 doctors that came out against Joe Rogan. And he's like, dude, Dana got COVID and did exactly what Joe Rogan told him to do and like was fine in two days, right? right. And, now, and now you can't get what those pills that they took, but you can yeah. get all kinds of painkillers. He's like, those will actually kill you. And I, I got to agree. I mean, it's like, I, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's I disagree like, with I disagree with Dana on that one because it's not easy to get painkillers. You can tell Don can tell you that. I get it. It's almost yeah. impossible to get a doctor to get that. Yeah, they but, just uh, assume automatically that you're uh, a drug addict and won't give you shit. Yeah, well, I was, in, I was in Mexico last week, bro. You go to any pharmacy in Mexico, you can get anything. I mean, anything. That's uh, why people go to Mexico. It's crazy. I mean, I didn't get anything, but but you could. All right, so Eagle FC, January 28th. You know Sergei Karatinov, Sean? Yeah, the heavyweight, you mean? Yeah, he's fighting Tyron Spong. Yeah. Who, 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 who wins that fight, Tyron Spong or Sergei? Oh, man, probably Karatinov if he takes him down. He's a lot bigger than Spong. Spong's not a very big guy. He's a better stand-up fighter, obviously, than Karatinov. Don should know Karatinov from the Pride days. He fought over there, I think, at the same time. But um got to be – Caraton's got to be in his 40s, mid-40s, I would think. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to unmute him, but he's, he's like still muted for some reason. Uh, I think Probably because of that wind tunnel. Uh, yeah, Karatinov, <laughs> his last fight, he lost to Czech Congo. I think he was winning that fight, and then he, something happened. He was kicking his ass, and he lost. He lost to Linton Bissell. He beat Matt Mitrione. He beat Mitrione, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He beat Mitrione. And then he, there was a low – and he, he, he knocked out Roy Nelson – uh, lost to Josh Barnett in the Strike Force Grand Prix. Yeah, he's fought Arlovsky. He knocked out Arlovsky. That should be a good fight. They have uh, Tyron Spong listed at two and zero against a guy who's thirty two and nine. So I don't. 
Yeah. Spong's had like a hundred kickboxing fights, though. Yeah, he's uh, he is nasty standing up, man. That guy hits hard standing up. Then they got Gabriel Checo, <laughs> who's a good fighter against. Especially if he's on my head. Against, <laughs> against Rashad Evans. Uh man, I hope Rashad wins, but I'm I'm worried about him in this one. I just uh, his last couple fights were rough. But I don't know why he's fighting again. Do you? That's, that's seems really I'm odd. Wondering. Why is he fighting again? He says he misses that. He says he still has that urge to fight. He misses it and. Listen, if that's the case, then he can be a very dangerous fan. You know, if he's actually, if that's the case. If he's fighting because he needs money, then that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, he's got, a, he's got a great desk job at the UFC. And he, he's lost one, two, three. He's lost five fights in a row. Uh, starting with Ryan Bader, Glover, Daniel Kelly, Sam Alvey, and Anthony Smith. Uh, he's fighting Checo, who's mostly a jiu-jitsu guy, which is good for Rashad, but I, 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 st- I, I still worry about it. Uh, I mean, Checo... Who are you talking about? Uh, Rashad Evans is fighting Gabriel Checo oh. in Eagle FC, in, in, uh, in uh, Khabib's thing. And then uh, Anthony and Checo... And then also, uh, Tyron Spong is fighting Sergei Karatinov. Don, you know him? No. Oh. No. Uh, you know, yeah, Karatanov, you know him. He fought in Pride. Okay. You got to know him. He, he's been around for five years. Whoa. Whoa, wait. A heavyweight. Heavyweight. Sergey Karatanov. Oh, the blonde? Yeah. Yeah, yeah with the Bray fighting the Bray. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking great. He's, he's fighting Tyron, Tyron Spong. I don't know they ever fought with the Bray on, but if he did, I would like to see that fight. And then my buddy. <laughs> And then my, my buddy Anthony Angikawani is fighting. That should be awesome. John Howard, who's I think the first to fight to openly have autism, uh, first male. Uh, he's Before fighting, his fighting career. He's fighting Ra- Ramazan <laughs> Karamagomedov. Uh, Again, Adam, Adam overlooking Shaw, but okay. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> four. Uh, and Maybe then, five. Uh, also, since since we've been uh, talking, uh, since uh, since we've been uh, the, last spoke, um, it got signed that Colby Covington is fighting um, Jorge Masvidal. Who do we like in that fight? March fifth, I believe. I'll take Masvidal. Really? Why? Uh, Covington just disappointed me last fucking four fights. Jeez. He's only lost two of them. I feel like I feel like. <laughs> I feel like Sean McCorkle, you know, I'm making a bet there on his <laughs> on, uh, in favor of Covington. <laughs> uh, and then Sean, you? Uh, I say Covington will probably take him down and just uh, lay him praying to a win. Um, I don't think he'll stand up with him. They trained, as everybody knows, when they trained for years together, so they know each other's no. games completely. But uh, I think uh, Covington will just wrestle him the entire time. I don't think he wants to get knocked out by him. But you never know, man. When it's personal like that, that's a fight that's legitimately personal, like between those two. Like, that's not put on. That's not fake. They really genuinely used to be friends and hate each other now. So yeah, that's uh, taking pictures with, uh, I guess, Masvidal's baby mama. Uh, yeah. And, like, all kinds <laughs> Colby, of stuff. Colby goes overboard sometimes, man. And that's coming from me, which is uh, saying something. <laughs> I think it's overboard. Um, he, uh, Boy, that is the truth right there, boy. <laughs> if fucking if, McCorkle says you're overboard, woo! You if I'm shit. the voice, yeah, if I'm the voice of reason, you've got a problem. So. Uh, Greg, who do we like in that fight? 
I mean, you know, I was going to say Covington until what he, until what McCorkle just said. Now I think Masvidal is going to literally rip his neck open. I, I'm with I'm with uh, I, I think Kobe's going to win. I, I I do. I think Masvidal. I think he kind of peaked with the Astros, right? And then I think it's like he hasn't looked the same. And granted, he he, he fought Usman, but you look at how they. I don't know. I just think Kobe's got. I think Kobe's not going to take this lightly. He's going to do nothing but train. He's obsessed. And I think he really wants that belt. And he was very close to, to being or, I mean, No, I, I, if we're talking, if we're really excluding all those outside factors, I really think the only people that could, person that could beat Covington really is Usman. That's his one guy that he just can't get. I think he could beat anybody else in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good fight, though. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very excited about it. Uh, and then uh, I wanted to show you. And when is that? That's um, March 5th. March 5th. It's a main event, and I guess they're trying to have Nate Diaz versus Poirier on the undercard. I mean, not on the undercard. Where's it going to be I mean, not on the card. It's like the, In Vegas. As like the co-main yeah. event. Um, yeah, that's going to be in Vegas, right? Because I was trying to get the, the dirty at 1230 for the 4th so I could go to that, and I guess someone else has it. Is it you? Are you the one that has it, Adam? No, no. Oh, okay. So he said that's the one that's already booked in March, is March 4th. And I'm like, well, move those motherfuckers. I want to come March 4th so I can go to the fights on March 5th. Yeah, that's going to be a great fight. That's going to be an awesome fight. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Amanda Nunez left her training camp. She left American Top Team and is starting her own training camp now. Well, imagine that. <laughs> I think I think I think that's a little premature. I don't think you I don't think you leave the the camp that, that just built you into a champion the second you get there and just like decide to st- I mean that's a whole other set of responsibilities. I don't know. I, I think that's a mistake. I think we need to leave uh decide whether things are premature or not to the expert, Adam. <laughs> I don't know. Um <laughs> good pick up a Corkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand. I mean she loses once. I mean, where is she gonna get better training? Uh, exactly. Like, like, is her career over? Is she retired? That seems like something you do when you retire. That isn't something you do. Like, you, you reach the pinnacle, and then you're like, "Thanks, guys, I'm out." And like, I got it for me. Like, I don't know. That seems that seems like the absolute wrong move. Wait, wait. She didn't reach the pinnacle. She lost her last fight, lost her title, and she's a mom. She wants to retire and be a mom. Yeah, you know, she got no. She. It's not in it anymore. Speaking of hard, well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe she's 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 going to go that direction now. You may be right about that. Uh, now, listen. Uh, something that we all have to talk about. Very very important. Um, are you guys fans of Vanilla Ice? What? what? <laughs> okay. Well, the, I mean, I guess in the nineties, I guess in the nineties. Poster over your bed, well, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's now a country rapper. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I thought, I thought we have to show the video. because so he, he comes Hey, what can I do for you today? I got cash, and I need to buy a horse. A horse? You don't look like you can ride no horse. Well, I'm going to try. Well, i tell you what. We got horse burgers. We got horse power. We got horse shoes. And I'll even sell you some horse manure to fertilize your yard. <laughs> Well, I came to the right place then. Well, is it, come on with me. Let's go. Is this All where right. you go to buy a horse? I had a horse is that is that like the thing you go to buy a horse at the? Don would know. Yeah, they're like car lot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Can we stop listening to this now? Besides the Island Boys song in my head now that I'll have to struggle with for weeks because of this podcast. Did he just make a list of shit that he thinks is country? Got a truck and a horse and a ranch with the bull. Got some rope and some boots and a shovel and some snow. Got a. I mean, the fuck was that shit? Jesus Christ. Why was there? there, there there's a fence and there's a mountain. God, I think sorry. I think Greg rapping that song as Hector Lombard could go viral. On the ride in the mountain, I then ride with the bull and the elite and the sheep. They go ba ba ba, and that is how and the country style. I just love that there's a Ninja Turtle in the back. Yes, what right. is the Ninja Turtle doing there? I feel like he didn't pay the rights for that Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Why was there a Ninja Turtle? <laughs> like, well, you, well, you remember he did the Ninja Turtle soundtrack, so maybe that's still part of his deal. He could use a Ninja Turtle from time to time. You think that was part of the video. deal that for any I, use a Ninja Turtle? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> he probably didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> I'd like to think... <laughs> I'd like to thank Old Town Road for making this possible. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so I like tweeted out like why like why did nobody they had like eleven thousand views from Vanilla Ice's actual account. And I'm like, why did nobody tell me that Vanilla Ice ha- is like now a country rapper? And Rogan retweeted <laughs> and now it has like two hundred thousand views and the comments are just so fucking funny. It's just one after another of like that ain't country and where do I get that Waffle House tank top and, and just one more of like my ears are bleeding and uh, the, uh well a comment please hit us. <laughs> like, just like, wait, 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 they got Waffle House tank top. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> apparently uh, he's got one. Where do I get that? Where do I get that? <laughs> I, I'd say check Poshmark. Uh, I would uh, say check your top drawer, Don. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's the Waffle House tea back. I think so. All right, he is oh, just, oh, my God. That's Greg, so dumb. Greg, what do you got coming up? Me and Vegas <laughs> headlining the uh, the – the second week of the brand new club there at the Strat, the LA Comedy Club. We're now on the main floor. Come on out and check it out. Uh, that's all of next week. Sean, and of got? course, the end of the month of February, I'll be at Laughs in Tucson, and hopefully Don Fry will be able to make it. I'll be re- I'll be sending you reminders right before Don. Wait, when is that? Uh, I I, I got to look at the calendar. That whatever that last month is, uh, that last weekend, like the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, or some shit. Uh, February, you said? 
Ride yeah, February. Horse, ride the horse, ride the horse now. Ride the horse. I think, maybe, <laughs> I think we should all make it out there to see Greg's show and do a podcast live. That's what we should do. That would be awesome. Do it. Come on out. Yeah, 25, 26. February 25th, 25th and 26th in Tucson. I got rolls in my house. One. Country girl's going to do your dance. All right, uh, Don Fry, what do you have coming up? Uh, well, at the end of the month, I'm going to go watch Greg Wilson at a uh, comedy club here in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, this this weekend, I'll be uh, in L.A. watching the watching the fight. Nice. The Honda Center down in Anaheim. And then, uh, Don, yeah. uh, Sean, what do you got coming up? Uh, nothing. I'm just going to be recovering from whatever the hell it is I caught while I was in uh, Los Angeles. All right. I believe that's called COVID. <laughs> no, no. I was wearing a mask the entire time. It's impossible. I will be uh, <laughs> at the Funny Bone in Des Moines this week. I'm probably going to see Pat Miltich uh, this week at the Des Moines Funny Bone uh, this Friday and Saturday night. Uh, and then I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm in Cabo at the end of the month, and I'm in San Diego and Palm Springs, a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, thank you, guys. I'm in, I'm in Alaska, February 18th and 19th in Alaska. Uh, so, yeah. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, love you guys. Have a good week. Same good man. times. Yep. Bye-bye.